This week's episode of Bitchless Bride and Beyond is brought to you by the Protégé Collaborative. Founded by Tasha Bracken of Tasha Bracken's Events, yay! The Protégé Collaborative is a resource for planners that want to learn, grow, and collaborate. It will be hosting its first workshop on Sunday, January 12th, 2020 at Catalyst Restaurant in Cambridge, Massachusetts. If you are thinking about starting your own wedding planning business or just a planner who wants to elevate your client experience, up-level your back-end systems, create or refine your design portfolio, and learn how to set yourself apart online, then this workshop is for you. The Protégé Collaborative brings together some of the best in the industry. Sarah Koval, David DeChico, Molly Morocco, and Robin Yee. You'll walk away with sample contracts, budgets, pricing structures, and ideas for creating a client experience that fits your brand. There will also be talented photographers taking headshots, and you'll have an amazing opportunity to create tablescape designs for your portfolio, and of course, an amazing lunch provided by Catalyst. For more information, visit theprotegecollaborative.com. Hi, everybody. It's Deb Francesco with Bitchless Bride and Beyond. How are you? I am sitting in the studio with Nathan Venn. Hello. So glad to have you back. I know. It's fun being here. I know. Aww. You want to cuddle? <laughs> no. No? no. thank you. Come on. Even... You, you have your shoes off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stay away. Stay on the other side of the table, please. I, lo- I, say, I joke that I'm going to be naked by the end of this podcast because I keep stripping down. But anyway, I'm really excited. Today we're chatting with Brittany Finkel, the founder of Happily Ever Borrowed. Uh, Brittany's a rock star. She saw an opportunity in the wedding apparel industry and decided to do something about it. So after watching her sister struggle to accessorize her wedding day look on a budget, she launched Happily Ever Borrowed in 2011. Wow, Brittany. Wow. Right? That's amazing. Um, this premier luxury e-boutique rents bridal accessories to brides and... Um, God, I verbal bombed That was really today. good. Wasn't yeah, that good? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, well. Renee. So this, <laughs> this premier luxury e-boutique rents bridal accessories to brides for the wedding day. Uh, this company is growing by leaps and bounds and considering themselves the fairy godmother of accessories and br- for brides all across the country. That makes me so happy. I love that. Um, Happily Ever Borrowed allows brides to be able to get that luxury look but not have to spend a ton of money or their entire budget on an item that they're literally only going to wear one day. And some of the accessories, like the veil, for like 10 minutes. Um, I love it. So now, many years and thousands of brides later, Brittany still helps brides find their something borrowed and even launched her own collection of gorgeous accessories. So it's definitely not surprising that Happily Ever Borrowed has been featured on MSNBC, The New York Times, Forbes, The Knot, etc. So I'm dying to get started and I've had a lot of coffee. So (laughs) thank you for being here, Brittany. We're so excited to talk to you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So, okay. So I need to know everything. So how you tell me more about like your sister's struggle as far as the accessories and and like, and then your story about getting started. Because aside from it being bridal, I also love your entrepreneurial spirit. Perfect. Thank you. So I started, um, Let's go all the way back to college. Um, so I was at Cornell University um, studying fashion design. And that's when I have three older sisters and they started getting married. And of course, first they were like, design my wedding dress. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm a student and not that talented. So absolutely not. I don't want that fucking pressure. Um, no. Yeah, but I will go shopping with you. And so when we went shopping, I was really shocked about how shitty the quality of the gowns were. 
for the price that they cost. Of course. Um, and then also, you know, I watched them spend their entire budget on the dress, and then they wanted a veil and a sash and a hair accessory and jewelry, and $1,500 later, they were $1,500 over what they intended on spending. Boy. So that idea really kind of stuck in my head, and uh, a couple of years after college, actually, I went to school with uh, designer Haley Page, who's oh my a very God. good friend of mine. Oh, my God, that's amazing. And yeah, yeah, and the two of us were actually kind of getting together for drinks over breakups, and we were just talking <laughs> about, of course, because that's how it always happens. I was just um, going to say, so how often were you getting together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had actually, we, had, we weren't that close in college, and I don't know really how we connected, but we just ended up connecting post-college, um, again, over like shitty guys. And we <laughs> started nice. talking about the idea that I had of renting bridal gowns to brides for their wedding. And she loved it. I loved it. We started working on it together. And um, right before we were about to launch, well, I should say, first we started talking to investors and everyone's like, you guys are insane. Of this, course. You can't do this. With what do you dresses. mean? It's something different? That makes no <laughs> sense. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we just kept thinking about it and trying to iterate, and we realized we we're in the middle of kind of this little New York tech bubble boom, um, and really wanted to, um, really wanted to kind of capitalize on that. And we realized sure. that dresses was really hard to do online, so that's kind of when we pivoted to the accessories part. Good idea. And right before we launched, Haley got the opportunity to design her own line. So obviously she went off and did that and is her own rock star right now. Oh, totally. Um, and we're, we love we're you, still Haley. best friends, so it's all good. But then can I meet her one day? Because you... <laughs> really, I'm, tr- I'm truly, okay, side note, I'll, I'll reach out separate. <laughs> Nathan's Anytime, like, you're spaz. She's, she's the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we, I launched the site and, you know, eight years later, it's still, still trucking and, um, it was really a lot of fun to learn kind of how to do that. And I was doing that on the side. I was still working my day job. Um, and really do. just like, I went to every meetup in New York to learn how to be an entrepreneur. And I went to classes and I, you know, networked my ass off just with a million different people just to understand how this actually works and the process. And it's, it, we, I basically just tried and tested everything over the years to, to figure out what works and what doesn't. And been something's fun working being able to figure out how to do that <laughs> seriously i mean your site is beautiful so thank you walk us through the process so like how does it begin like from the initial shopping to shipping and everything in between i mean nathan and i want to know everything and like do i have to be a bride because maybe i just want to i, I just know. want this first oh shawl <laughs> nathan, nathan is literally looking at, he's been talking about the first shawl the since foaming the foaming oh Oh my god, that's new on the Fucking site. Love it's you, dude. Stunning. <laughs> it is stunning. Um, Holy shit balls. Yeah. Um, so basically how it works is we work directly with our designers. So we don't buy consignment from brides. Um, and basically the reason for that is we want to be really transparent with our designers and be able to work with them um and have their support. Sure. So if we were buying directly from brides, you know, some designers might not be comfortable with the concept of renting their items or or using things after the fact. So that's really why we don't work with brides directly. We work with our designers. Well, and you might not know what shape it's in, I think. just uh, Exactly. Like, I have Roxbox the- right now where I, like, I, the necklace that keeps jingling is Roxbox. And I've received things every now and again that maybe weren't my style or weren't in the best shape. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. Why? That's like another, exactly. you don't want, you don't need that angle. Yeah. 
So we started with that. We worked with a bunch of different accessory designers and just kind of threw stuff up on the site to see what works initially. Nice. Um, and over time, things changed. Like, it's been eight years now. So styles have gone, come and gone. I think the biggest one for me is eight years ago, nobody wanted a veil. It was like, I remember so that. to wear a veil at your wedding. And now cathedral length veils with lace are like the, all the rage. It's the best rented item on the site. Oh, my God. Um, so it's really interesting to see kind of how bridal shifts. It's way slower than the regular fashion industry oh, in terms totally. of kind of changing styles. But still, you know, we do see kind of that ebb and flow. And so what brides can do is a couple of different things. So first, um, we know that brides want to see the items before their wedding day. So we have a trial box called the Send Before You Spend box where they can borrow any three items on the site for $50 for their hair trial or their dress fitting. <sighs> And then when they return that to us, they get $25 towards their wedding day rental. Oh, that's such a great idea. Yeah. So this way, we love, especially for hair trials. Like oh, of course. Hairstylists are always, we're always working with hairstylists because, you know, they always just tell their brides to go buy something on Amazon or buy something on Etsy and just bring it to the appointment. And then, like, it gets hairspray on it and you can't really return it and you've just wasted all this money on something you don't really want. Um, <laughs> so we love to work with them and use that uh, option to start. And then for their wedding day rental, they can choose a four-day rental or an eight-day rental. Um, and in general, the prices are about 80 to 90% off the retail price. Oh my God. That That's is great. amazing. Yeah. Wow. They're getting a good deal. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that is a fantastic deal. So like, when should a bride start this process? Like, what's the shortest amount of time, like, that a bride can get away from, get away with, like, renting her accessories? You know, what do you do if someone doesn't send them back? Like, yeah, there's lots of contingencies. Yes, I, 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 um, inquiring minds want to know. You must have extras. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, we do. Um, not always. A lot of the pieces we just have single pieces of. Um but as we start seeing things rent a lot, we'll definitely bulk up and get multiple items. Um, we've, I feel like we've somewhat perfected the algorithm of how long the rental calendar works on how long it takes to get to them and, and send back to us and flip over for the next bride. Um, of course, the United States Postal Service loves to mess with that oh. all the time. Um, but we do what we can. Sure. Uh, but honestly, brides, we've had brides who are like oh my god i need something in two days and we've had brides who have rented a year in advance of their wedding it really doesn't matter how long that's kind of the the beauty of what we do is that you know maybe a lot of brides do order stuff when it comes you know just a few weeks before their wedding and they realize they don't like it and that's kind of why we're here we're here to be able to or we have a lot of brides who tell us i never want to veil i don't want to veil i don't want to veil and then two weeks before their wedding they're like shit I shit i want to veil <laughs> yeah like it happens all of the time and that's really why we're here the majority of our orders i would say are brides renting a month before their wedding wow that is that's yeah. so smart though yeah absolutely like i i think i told you when we talked initially and i've mentioned on the show i went to this party in march that i went dressed as a bride and i went mm -hmm. to a big shop and i i got a cheap wedding dress but i will tell you i'm pretty sure i spent more on the accessories and i was just going to a party like this wasn't like i was <laughs> i was and they were like rhinestones and shit like that and i went to i really just went to like wherever the half off or 
I had like 30% off and my daughter, my daughter uses them for dress up. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, and it's unfortunate, but I spend like a pretty penny on it. Just, I needed to tie the look. And I also, I, my, the headband had the veil, which was actually kind of funny. Like, and now it's ripped off and it's just a headband because Molly is, my daughter's a beast. Because she's Molly. Because yeah. she's Molly and she's crazy. Um, no, but I mean, I, I think it's, I, you know, being in the industry and, and, you know, not, I'm not somebody who spends a lot of money on accessories. I'm bad at accessories. Like that's why I do rocks box just because I would, mm-hmm. these are things I would never think to buy myself. I try and go outside of my comfort zone. So I, I love the idea of you too, because I think that if maybe you have a bride who's more simple, who doesn't really know what she wants, she can absolutely mm-hmm. rent the box, which I love just like at the trial even. I mean, how great is that? Nathan, dude, like Nathan, that. He's still stays on still your on website. The, yep. Nathan's gonna need to write. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> wait. What is it called? What's the thing called? We okay, guys. You need. Oh, to, I need this fur shawl. There's it's a fur shawl that you can rent. Faux fur mink shawl. Um, <laughs> my brother's getting married this weekend. I'm like, oh, I think I think his fiance needs this. I wonder if I can <laughs> yeah. get it here in time for this weekend. Brittany, do your magic, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, overnight it. Let's overnight get it, it. Megan. That I, is... I'm gonna send this. I think Megan needs this. That is exquisite. <laughs> I mean, but and your models, the models beautiful too. But like, yeah. si- but side note, that's a thing where for me, like, I never would have actually thought that I needed that. But then you go and you scroll on the site, and you're like, holy shit. There's so many options available to me. Right. And I know people always I, say, like, you'll use it again sometime. No, like, you won't. Yeah, I mean, unless no, you you're going to a themed party, you're not going to use this again. Or maybe on your couch with a nice glass of red wine. But <laughs> So save the money, rent it. Well, that's what I did with my wedding dress. <laughs> I slashed it. I used it. I was a bride. What was it? It was um like a bride zombie or something like that. And I literally looked at my husband and was like. Because you didn't know at the time that you could donate it. No, it was a, I couldn't have, I couldn't have. In fairness, we talked to Brides Against Breast Cancer last week, Drew Edwards, who, and mine would have been outdated. Seriously, because I had it for so long. So I was just amazed I could still fucking fit in it. (laughs) But as far as accessories, oh my God, Brittany, I wish I knew you, girl. Like, I I know. And that is like my favorite and least favorite thing to hear because I get all the time. We're right here. telling me like, oh my God, I wish I knew about you before I just spent a thousand dollars and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, me too. How, how do I get in front of you? Like how, how could I fix this? Cause I think a lot of brides, you know, they'll search for wedding veil rental or bridal accessory rental and we pop right up. But then I would say a majority of brides don't even know it's a possibility. So we're not popping up to them because they just didn't even know it was possible. Oh my God. Like th- what a mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I, that would seriously piss me off. Like now Nathan, I think is actually going to order. Where are you going to get it shipped to? I don't know. I got to figure this out. <laughs> but he's on a mission, <laughs> but no, but, and that's the thing like, Oh my God, you got to send her a picture and just be like, Hey, you're doing this. Um, so you're what's like, if I'm the norm, like, like, like what, let's see, it's November. So I'm getting married mm-hmm. in May. When should I reach out to you? Should I start scrolling your site now? Like you said, the average bride on your, like your client is about a month ahead of time, but is there any mm-hmm. harm? And like you said, like, I'm going to go for some hair trials and like, what would you do if you were me? And I'm like, Oh my God, I just found this fucking amazing site. Like, how do I use it to the best that I can? Yeah. So two different ways. So depending on kind of what you're planning on renting, I think, you know, some of the shawls and jackets or the veils, I think those are a great time to, Rent a couple of when you're doing your dress fitting. Oh, yeah. Um, veils, for sure, people, I get 
tons and tons of questions of like, but the color and will the lace match? And like, at the end of the day, the number one thing I have to say is like, there's no rule. Like the, the veil color, like the tool, it's so tiny. You're not even going to notice. The only rule of thumb I have is if you have a bright white dress, you need a bright white veil. Um, Cause if you have yeah. an ivory veil with a white dress, it looks dirty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> look at that bride look at her dirty veil <laughs> exactly <laughs> but on the flip side if you have an ivory dress and you're wearing a bright white veil like it doesn't it just kind of brightens it up it doesn't oh. matter like trust me when i say the color of the tool doesn't match um and the lace is like another big question all of the time honestly like as long as you can kind of get the type of lace together that's all you need if you have like some totally wacky lace and then you're using something super classic I would say kind of steer away from that but right. we are here to like help style you and we get so many brides who just send us a picture of their dress and they're like tell me which one I want a long pretty veil and I'm like okay here's the options bring them to your your dress fitting when you first get that in and just try them on with it and awesome. see what works best yeah. and what you like and done um and same thing with hair trial like Please don't go on Amazon and Etsy and buy a bunch of headpieces that are really crappy. And I think, you know, that kind of really brings it back to why we're here is we don't want brides to feel like because they're on a budget, they need to have crappy things. And hey, my background is luxury fashion <laughs> industry. And so, like, I... I totally love, you know, all of my purses and shoes and expensive things. You worked at Chanel. I, I feel like we should say all that. Of <laughs> I get it. I, I like, girl, yeah. I, I'm Chanel, like, that is, like, my favorite. Like, hi. Hi. I get it. But you're right. But but I'm sure there were some perks and maybe you weren't paying full price for those. Um, but uh, yeah. why should a bride should not have to have shitty things on her wedding? And why are you settling? Just because. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not going to let budget right. stop you, you know, and th- and that's a great thing. Like, like a bride doesn't have to spend thousands of dollars to have wedding accessories. Like, what is right. what do you know the the pricing? Like, what does the average brand bride spend on your site, give or take? Uh, average bride on our site spends about a hundred dollars, um, and usually that can get her one to two pieces, depending wow. on what it is. Um, so yeah, we're and a general bride, I think the. The quote right now is spending up to $500 on her accessories for her wedding day. Oh, my God. That is absolutely amazing. Like, that yeah. is. And the other big thing that we're really focused on is sustainability. Um, yes. Yes. And that's another thing. You know, even if you're more of a budget bride and, and you don't even care what the piece looks like that much and you don't mind if the quality is not great, you're buying something that you're only going to wear once and then throw away. And, you know, these things are made all over the world. They're shipped all over the world. It's using a lot of resources for a tiny bit of money that is not great for the environment. And I think brides today are also way more socially con- conscious and eco-friendly and aware that, you know, you just need to take a little bit better care of the environment and the earth and think a little bit more about what's going on around us. And I think, you know, that's another thing that we're really focused on. And, and it should really, there's no need to, not use something over and over and that's kind of why we're here that you know it's so funny we literally just had that conversation with drew from brides against breast cancer same same type of thing where you're borrowing the dress but you're also able to feel good about that that the money you're paying for it you're not borrowing but like you're getting a borrowed dress and Mm -hmm. the money you paid for it is going towards 
early detection for breast cancer and whatnot. And, and it's also sustainable, which is which Nathan and I have seen this huge trend in sustainable weddings. And also the other idea is that it's just one fucking day. Like, I'm sorry, but it's just one. We're beyond now. We're bitchless bride and beyond. So, but it's true. Yeah. It's just one day. I mean, if mm-hmm. if I'm not a bride and I go to your website, like if I'm going to a wedding too, like am I, like I would, like Nathan's going to. You're going to wear a veil? I'm going to, no, but I'd wear some <laughs> fucking jewelry, rude. Yes, but like, yes. do you know what I mean? Like. Like, uh, there's so many, like, Nathan just found that he's, It's still up on his screen. Are you filling out the form? A little bit. Oh, my God. He's totally filling. Nathan. I'm sending it to my brother's getting married this weekend. I'm sending it to her to see if it were, if she wants it. Oh, my God. Brittany, it's seriously going to go from Nathan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but it. it Bring in those sales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> go look at that. Show me the motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I like that. Let's co- let's talk a little bit about budget. I I. I really like the idea of the sustainability. I like the idea of giving back to the earth. I like the idea also of being a bride when I'm spending so much money on everything else associated with my wedding. And I mean, the food, the booze, the hotel accommodations. I mean, you know, everything that goes into it, the, the design for the tables. It, it's nice to actually find a win somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. A place where you're like, Oh my God, look how amazing this is. Look how great this is going to look in photographs. And I can give it back. And I didn't even have to pay that much money for it. Like, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. That's a win. And there's like a little bit of a special feeling. Like, I know I resold my wedding dress after my wedding. And the girl who bought it from me, like, when she got it, she, like, oh my God, it was so beautiful. She texted me and she's like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that the lace had leaves on it. And my future husband's mom has just passed away and they had really something special about falling leaves and I see it in the gown and he's gonna like cry on the wedding day I was crying like reading the text she was like so in love with the dress and then she actually lent it to her friend for her wedding so now the dress has been worn three times and like Uh it's like created a friendship and like a bond over this piece that you're able to wear and has kind of like you know, been so special to so many different people. And that's so beautiful. And I think the same way about our accessories, like you are able to wear something that makes you feel beautiful and special. And also you're able to share that experience with other women who have felt the same exact way with the same exact piece. How and cool it's like is that? A very special feeling, I think. And when you stop thinking about it as like, oh my God, someone else wore this. Ew. It's like, <laughs> get beyond that. Like, because obviously it's not gross also. And like, it's really special and like beautiful. I love that you just said that because I just pictured like a slimy necklace. I don't know what I just pictured like something. I know. I don't know what people think it's going to turn up like. Like it's very clean. It's well, like these are it's... adults and they're clean and like you go through the due process of making sure. I mean, that's your business. And but yeah. also I think it is special to to really think about like, OK, so the last woman already took this plunge, you know, and she. Mm-hmm walked down the aisle and rented her accessories and how great was that that I get to do it and each piece if you if you want to get all historical it's like there's a little piece of history in each piece now because it's been worn you know and 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 you get to walk down the aisle and and think about like oh my god how how much like if this jewelry could talk (laughs) like you know how fun is that what has that jewelry seen I don't know yes or see I don't want to think I was like 
ew. <laughs> Take it in. I want you to paint me in this and only this. I just thought of the Titanic when she's wearing that like, giant Nathan. Oh my, Nathan. oh, my God. If I got a review of that, on um, picture review of that, that would be yes, very yes. interesting. That would, I'm wearing this and nothing else. <laughs> that would be amazing. Don't do that, Bryce. So tell me a little, like, who are your brides? So, like, like, could I be a super simple bride getting married outside, very green? Or could I be somebody who loves, like, a big ballroom wedding, uh, second marriage? Like, tell me a little bit about who your clientele are, because I really want to get the message out there that I mean, what I'm really trying to encapsulate is there's not, you know, it's not one size fits all. Totally. Yeah, I think we have, we actually try on the site, we have, you can shop by style. So we've tried to bucket all of our accessories into different categories. If you, if you know what your bridal style is, maybe you're like, I'm definitely a boho bride, or I'm definitely a classic bride. And we've tried to I just to took a, the quiz people in that way. Yeah, I just took the quiz and I'm a boho bride. <laughs> oh my god, can I call you boho? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We have a quiz to help you figure it out. Um, but it honestly it ranges from uh, of course we have brides all across the US. Um, it ranges from budget. We've had brides who borrow from us who are, you know, having a wedding on a $5,000 budget and having a wedding on a million dollar budget because right. again, even, the, even if you're spending a million dollars, you might be like, well, this is stupid. I'm never going to wear this again. And, you know, it's funny. I used to live in New York. I just moved to Portland um, almost a year ago now. Oregon, Crazy. right? Uh, yes, Oregon. Oh, my God. But when I think about the brides, I got this question the other day about how brides differ from New York to Oregon. And <laughs> Sorry. Well, that just came out. very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also think about, you know, when I – initially thought of the concept, I was thinking about how I lived in 400 square feet in a New York City apartment and was like, I don't have room for this shit after the wedding. So I want, I don't want it around and I need to get rid of it. So you can have a great budget and a super nice apartment in New York City, but you don't have room to hold on to these things. And you might not have that sentimental attachment, which is okay. So, you know, I think people think it's it's very much all about budget sometimes, but also sometimes it's not. It's just about the idea of ownership and not needing to hold on to something that you're not going to wear again. Um, yes, you bring so yeah, up really from good all over. Point. So they're really just smart brides. Is what just... you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we prefer that term. <laughs> smart, but you know what's amazing, Brittany, that you just said that just totally got me thinking too. We're also told that this should have sentimental value, and it doesn't need to. Like, no, that's kind of a, a bit. No, but think about that. It doesn't need to. It could just be like these fabulous accessories that made me look and feel my best on, on a very important day. Well, there's so many things that have I mean, that sentimental yeah. throughout the whole process. Like, yes. It doesn't have to be the accessories. I mean, turn your flowers yeah. upside down, dry them out like back in the day. And there's your, there's a piece from your wedding. <laughs> oh, and I don't know all the photographs that have all your beautiful accessories in it. Like it doesn't you don't need to hold on to the object. And I, and I do like that as my my husband's been listening to he, he's listened to the minimalist podcast for ever and he's driving me fucking mm-hmm. nuts okay like he <laughs> he his closet looks like a serial killer it really does it like right it's a he's oh a God. he's a serial killer and like i mean he's not but <laughs> it looks like one for sure and he he is like get rid of the shit you don't need i mean whether it's you know me cleaning out my closet different seasons and like he can't even handle my closet i'm like good then shut the fucking door you don't have to handle my <laughs> closet but i'm i've been trying to get better at it and get rid of some of the things that I don't need. And he, yeah, 
case somebody we're, um, pushes me. We're moving into a house soon um, from an apartment. And oh, congratulations. We were laughing. Oh, thank you. We were laughing because we were like, we don't have, we've never had enough stuff to fill a house. Like, we've only lived in, like, now we're living in Portland. We feel like we're, you know, kings over here living in, like, 1,200 square <laughs> because we're used to a miniature place. But, like, it's just so funny. We, we're so obsessed with, like, space and stretching out and having enough room um, and having enough bedrooms. And then we, like, checked ourselves and we're like, well, who are we kidding? We've been living in tiny, tiny places for our entire lives. Like, why <laughs> is this so... But we're, you know, we're expecting that, you know, the more space you have, the more you end up spreading out and buying more shit. And we're like, we need to keep our mindset of who we are and like keeping things clean and neat and (laughs) not buying too much of what we don't need. And listen to the minimalist. You get more room and you spread out. I was going to say, be careful because we'll talk next year Mm -hmm. at this time. We'll be like, remember that time when I was on your show and I said, (laughs) we weren't going to have, oh God, we couldn't even fill it. Like you accumulate shit. It's weird. And, and oh, you, yeah. you have to be diligent, diligent about getting rid of it. And but that's that's exactly what I like. Like you said, with your jewels, like we're going to find you're going to find those like buried in your jewelry box like three, four years later. And they will be disgusting and dusty and tarnished. And because you don't wear them on a daily, you know, those this, this no. is not the jewelry that you wear on a daily basis. This is a jewelry. This is the jewelry that you wear when you have a nice occasion. And maybe if you're getting like if you're in that getting married stage and where all your friends are getting married, fine. You might have a few more occasions to wear these pieces too. But the reality is you won't. <laughs> so send them no. back. You know what I mean? Get it out of your head. Yeah. And I had a bride the other day who emailed us a couple of weeks before her wedding. And she's like, I had all intentions of wearing my future sister-in-law's veil. And, you know, we unwrapped it from the preservationist that, of course, she had gotten her veil preserved and it was yellow. Like, uh, yeah, that that thing doesn't always work. Yeah. Um, and it's also like, no, oh, it feels so bad. Cause I'm like, oh, he spent money to preserve this thing that didn't work. And now what what are you going to do with it? Like, yeah. can't. Give it to your daughter. Um, it's a she children's toy. She ended up renting to us. <laughs> Dress so, up. Like, yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, I just feel like also people think that they're going to be able to preserve it and it's going to stay for life. And I'm like, it doesn't. Those things don't always work. No. Oh, my God. We're looking at. We're, so we can't help ourselves. I'm looking at all your hair pieces. Oh, my God, Nathan. Oh, my God. And all the girls at Ginger like Nathan. She can't. Dylan. What? Who are you? I just called you Dylan. Oh, God. What? That was my son. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love you. I think think that, like, when you love someone and you mistake their names, it's just, like, all the people in the top of your brain. But anyway, Nathan is looking at all your beautiful items. And, wow. I mean, you like you legit have everything and did didn't you just like design your own line too yeah so i started realizing that there were some classic pieces that we could and again i went to design school so i hadn't used my degree in a very long time and it was it was time Um, (laughs) i get it so yeah i i designed my own line of veils and some accessories and some jewelry and it's it's been great it's it also has reminded me of what hard work is and (laughs) how much work goes into every piece. So it's been a really nice awakening of kind of remembering what it takes to actually hand make a piece. And I think again, like that also makes it feel really special that we're making it here, making it by hand for our brides. Um, And it's not being made kind of in a factory and chugging out a bunch of different stuff. Like a lot of these pieces are really handmade from all the designers that we use. That's amazing. Um, we, and, and you know what? You special. can tell. I mean, they don't look chintzy, as my mother would say. 
right? Like, yes. <laughs> Nathan, what is that one? These are the Taylor earrings. I oh. like these. Nathan. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, my God, Nathan. You are so – you're like a kid in a candy I know, store like shopping. right now. Like, oh, my fun. God. You're going to have, like, 14 orders. He was a boho bride. I was a boho. And now, now I'm going towards now I was gonna Taylor by ever. Yeah. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> Easy killer. <laughs> All right. So, Brittany, any tips or tricks that you can share? Any advice? Anything, like – I mean, I think we've covered a lot of ground, but is there anything that you want to leave our audience with that, you know – I don't know, inspiration even, <laughs> be different, whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, I think people often have this obsession with like having a look that's classic for their wedding day, something that's timeless. And I I kind of want to dissuade people from that because I think it's kind of fun to live in the moment and to to pick something that feels uniquely you at the time. Like everyone's style changes over time. And I think, you know, it's awesome when I get to look back at my mom's wedding album or my aunt's wedding album and see what they were wearing that day and like we can (laughs) laugh at it and being like oh my god that's so 70s or that's so 60s that's amazing (laughs) but like it that was the time and you wanted to be like of the moment and I think sometimes brides get so obsessive with being like I have to be classic because I need to look back at these pictures and not feel like I felt the looking at my mother's album and it's like no, it's kind of awesome. Like, yeah. especially when it's something again that you're wearing for one day of your life and you get to go all out. Um, Ooh, the I, other thing I, I really recommend like that. with accessories is, you know, have fun with it. You also don't have to wear the same piece down the aisle that you do at the reception. And you have the luxury with us of renting something that's, you know, a quarter or less of the price that you would if you bought it. So, if you want to wear a statement earring, but you're afraid of how it looks in the church, well, then get those statement earrings and wear them at the reception only. Like, you can do that because you're just borrowing it. Oh, that's so fun. You know what? I actually, I, for some reason, when you said that, I pictured like a, a strapless dress and kind of like, you know, keeping it very mellow for church or, or synagogue or whatever. And then like blinging the fuck yeah, out. Go you're like, out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that. Exactly. Oh my, that's great. Yeah, like you don't need a dress change. You can have an accessory change <gasps> and it can completely change the whole look. Yeah. Oh my. Or both. Dude, I feel like there are light bulbs exploding. <laughs> All, oh yeah, dress change and, well, no, but actually Nathan, you bring up a really good point. We have plenty of brides, to, regardless of their ethnicity, that sometimes they just want to wear something very simple down the aisle and then wear like a ball gown to their reception and how fun is it like you said like if they do that they can have two totally different looks for not a ton of money mm-hmm. and we even have certain pieces that kind of can be worn in multiple ways so we have some like sashes that you can wear as a belt but then you can switch it up to a headband or a necklace later um there's lots of different ways might. that you can just play around with it and have fun and i think you should be able to feel like you can have fun and and look the way you want to look on your wedding day and i i always encourage brides to like stop being so serious like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> let's just have fun let's just enjoy it and look however you want to look and don't worry about what you're going to think 20 years from now who cares that is that is great advice that truly is great advice because i i do look back at, at my mom's albums i say albums because she's been married twice mom i swear this is not a slam but <laughs> oh, Lynn. <laughs> oh Lynn. no 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 but like with my dad in the 60s like super long hair you know the and like very mm-hmm. simple and like lacy and then second wedding my mom was wearing like fucking purple <laughs> and she was and she like early 90s hair you know and it was and, and she oh, but, but her cake was amazing I will, it was like a white chocolate it was ahead of its time we'll say but but it's nice you don't you you 
you pick how you feel that day, where you are, so that if you decide to have children, that they can make fun of you later. Like, really? Right. <laughs> right? That's the whole purpose. Because <laughs> they're not going to wear your fucking dress, and they're not going to wear your accessories because you rented them. No. It's just amazing. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, I, I guess the sentimentality of it. Sure. I'm not a sentimental person, so it's a little harder for me. But I understand the concept of being sentimental and wanting your daughter to try it on. Sure. And maybe it's because, like, my mom's dress, like, she disintegrated. She was like this. So you can't see it because it's fallen apart and it's yellow and crappy. And like, maybe that's because that's how we are. But like, again, like your daughter's not going to wear those. I, I love the idea of people who make it into something else, like a christening yes. gown or something like that for their daughter. Like, great. That's awesome. Like find a way to reuse it, but also just don't have that expectation that a, you're going to have a daughter and B that she's going to want to <laughs> wear it because we're talking at least 20 to 30 to 40 years later, like probably not going to happen. No, no, but, and I love the realist in you. And it's not, and like you said, a few for me, the takeaways is I love just be you. And also like, we don't have to be sentimental. It doesn't stop looking at my feet. Stop looking at my feet. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to edit that one out. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm keeping that in. Um, Brittany, you are amazing. I'm so happy that you are on the show and you are helping us to educate. This is something, like I said, I'm not a great accessorizer just in life. And I don't even remember what I wore on my wedding day, truly. I mean, I did elope and wore bridesmaid dress and that was fun in itself. But I, I truly thank you for the education. Where can everybody find you? So everyone can find our site at www.happilyeverborrowed.com. Um, we're on Instagram and Facebook with the same handle, Happily Ever Borrowed. And actually towards, oh, well, we'll see, in a couple of weeks, maybe, hopefully, hopefully by early November, um, we'll also be available on Rent the Runway. So <gasps> we'll have some pieces on there. Good so for you. If you are already a Rent the Runway you know, subscriber, then you'll be able to find some of our pieces on there as well. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, we're super, super excited for that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Nathan, for staring at my feet. And um, seriously, Brittany, you're going to see Nathan's uh, thing come through with that shawl. Don't don't think that that's for his sister-in-law. Nathan's totally going to be gallivanting around Boston (laughs) wearing that. As Um, long as I get a picture of that, then we're going to have a whole other sort of clientele. Um, Anyway, so thank you, everybody, for listening to Bitchless Bride and Beyond. Thank you, Nathan, for real. It's so nice to have you back in the studio with me you can find me bitchless bride and beyond at bitchlessbride.com you can same handle on instagram bitchless bride twitter and facebook so thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe and review that's all i got peeps